0: Welcome to Your Work, Your Way. This is the podcast where you learn to get in touch with your inner CEO with soul. Learn to take charge of your career. Learn to show up with confidence in a way that is aligned with who you really are. I'm your host, Lisa Filia, Masters in Psychology, Certified Life Coach, Expert Career Confidence Coach, and Founder of Believe C. Let's dive in. A resume can be an opportunity to showcase your talents, but only when we let ourselves use it in that way. And so often when clients first come to me, they tell me that resume writing feels tedious, that it's boring, that they don't want to do it. Uh, I've even heard people complain about the task of having to do it. They feel like they should just be able to get a job without having to go through that because of their past experience, that hiring managers should just look at their LinkedIn and be able to understand their qualities. And here's what I want to share with you today resume writing, it is a skill but it's also an attitude. And when you come to your resume and you approach it from this place of feeling like you shouldn't have to do it, or like you don't know how to do it, or like it's a boring thing that you just have to get done, it's going to come across in the resume itself. The finished product of your resume is an energetic manifestation of all of your thoughts about yourself, your skills, your ability, and the resume writing process. And so when you see resume writing as a chore, as opposed to an opportunity, the resume itself will start to seem and be lackluster. Because you won't be tapped into the full potential of all of your skills because you won't be letting yourself see it in that way. When we get bogged down by what feels like a monotonous chore, a to-do item that we have to transactionally complete in order to go about our day, as opposed to using the resume writing as an opportunity to transform how we view ourselves to others and to ourselves, We are missing out on the full potential of what a resume has to offer us. So today, we are going to change how we see resume writing. And I am going to share with you, I'm going to help you have new insights to transform the resume writing experience for you so that the process feels better, but also allows you to be connected to your truth, to who you are, to get that on paper. So that your hiring managers can see your value, can understand how you drive important value for an organization, and they can understand why you're the one for the role. And yeah, that does mean you'll probably need to tweak your resume for every position you apply to. Don't make this a bad thing. Use it as an opportunity. Every time you tweak your resume, it's like you getting to relook at yourself and to say, how would I want to show up in this role? Who would I want to be? How would I want to respond? What would I be like? What would I emphasize? What would I do? What wouldn't I do? Who am I in this role? It's your chance to decide every time you tweak your resume. Is this the role for me? And it's your chance to decide every time you tweak your resume. How am I a powerful candidate for this role? How am I the one they want to hire? So let's stop complaining about resume writing and start using it as this exhilarating roller coaster where we get to feel the fullness of who we are. It's a rush, it's a joy. And honestly, I've always seen resume writing this way, and it's fascinated me when I'm coaching people and they don't. Because think about it, a resume, it's not just you on paper, it's a living, breathing document of your experience that you get to change with every potential opportunity. It's like this place where every possibility gets to live and breathe, possibility of who you could be based on how you see yourself, not based on your past, but based on the way you tell your story of who you've been and how that makes you the best person for the role you want. That is what resume writing is all about. And that is what today's episode will teach you to do. Now, first, let's do our work win. And today I am celebrating a client of mine who I've been working with for just a couple weeks, and she's already seen massive shifts for how she's approaching her job search. And now I'll share the specific quotes of what she said in our coaching session together. Specifically, she shared, I am more confident as I'm reaching out now. Introversion actually feels like a gift and I'm loving listening to others. I'm applying to positions I used to overlook based on their title. I'm applying to positions because I know I'm capable of and I'm worthy of them. I'm no longer putting my role that I want on a pedestal and I'm instead reaching out for those opportunities. You can have these same transformations in your own life and it starts with a consultation. This is a free call where we get on the phone together. We roadmap out a career path forward for you and you get to know what it would be like to work together in a coaching capacity. That is what we have for our work win today. Now let's talk about how to approach resume writing. And the bottom line message is this idea that resume writing is not a chore. It is a chance, a chance to get to be you, to showcase you and to tell your story to the world as you build your skills and prepare for interviews. I'm going to share with you seven ways this is truth so that you can shift out of maybe a potentially unhelpful mindset around resume writing and into something that will truly allow you to excel as you write your resume. So the first shift I want to share with you, resume writing is not a history lesson. It's not this place where you are boring yourself and the resume reviewer by reiterating your past experience. It's not meant to just be this record of accomplishments. And I think this is one of the biggest detriments I see that that happens with the resume writing process and this is why it can be so boring. It feels like you're just rehashing out the past over and over again and it can put you in this box. You can put yourself in a box when you approach it this way. But truly, this is not the purpose of a resume. We've been misguided, society has often told us wrong because it tells us that on the resume, you're supposed to include the history of your work experience. And on paper, yeah, that is what it looks like. But let's dive into the nuances of what a resume is. A resume is not a history lesson. It's actually a positioning mechanism. It's a way for you to say, oh, hey world, this is who I am. This is what I bring. This is how I've helped other companies. I can help you too. It's your chance to exhibit your skills, your experience, your character, your abilities to excel in a role. It's your opportunity to be in your expert mindset, in your leadership capacity and saying and showing that through the experiences that you've had. So don't view your resume as this history lesson that you're supposed to be sharing. No. Live in the future of your resume by approaching everything you put in your resume from the perspective of how this will help the role you want. And if you want help on from a, from a detailed perspective of how you would actually phrase the bullet point on the resume to do that, that is what I help my clients do coaching together. So join me. Join me in coaching, and I can help you to do that with your own resume too. The second shift people view resumes as who I was. And what happens is they trap themselves in the definition of who they've been in their previous role, as opposed to owning the definition of who they are now or who they're wanting to become. So the resume process is your chance to put on the role. That you want. So when you write your resume, don't think about who you've been. Think about who you're becoming. Think about the person that you want to be. Think about the future you in the role that you want. How would they tell your story? How would they write that bullet? What would they say? What would they not say? How would they write it? What words would they use? What language is theirs? It's your opportunity to get to help yourself become that person that you want to become. Because when you approach your resume from this standpoint, Guess what? You start to believe that standpoint. And guess what? When you believe in you, it allows people reviewing your resume to believe in you too. It's like putting magical fairy dust on your resume because it allows your truth, your glow to shine through in your resume. Because when you approach your resume and write it from the position that you want, the who you are becoming, the way you phrase those sentences. Will be different. How you tell your story will be transformed. You'll be being the person you're meant to be, you want to be, the person that is the ideal person for the role that you're after because you're embodying that part of you now. They say with leadership, to get a leadership position, you first become the leader and then the title follows. The same is true when we're applying to any position. You first embody the role you want, and then you actually get the offer. That's what you can use the resume for. And that's why it is not about who you were. It is about who you are becoming, a.k.a. who you are now embodying. The third shift, the resume, it's not a convincing tool. It's not this thing that you're supposed to use to prove to the world that you're good. It's not you saying, oh, please pick me, pick me. It's not a tool of desperation, of convincing, of trying to cater to what they want alone without considering what you want. No, the resume is not a convincing mechanism, but it is a confirmation tool. It's a way to say, oh, don't worry, I've got you. See, here's the experience to show what you already know, and that's that I am the person for this role. And when you believe that, when you say, yeah, resume, it's just, it's just this icing on the cake. It's just this confirmation way to help somebody feel a little more secure about me, but I already know, and they can already know. If they looked at my LinkedIn, they'd see it. If they walked in my shoes, they'd know it. So the resume is just the confirmation tool for you to show them, don't worry, You're not wrong. Your instincts about me are spot on. I am the one for this role. Start seeing the resume in that way. Even for people who've never met you and and maybe the first thing they're reading is your resume. I want you to approach your resume from that perspective of not trying to convince, but just to confirm the truth. You are the one they want for the role. When you see it that way, There's no harm because it allows you to get to put yourself in that role and to believe in you. And the worst that happens is you don't get the role, but you get to experience the ability to put yourself in that role. And the best that happens is you get the role. So allow yourself to use it as a confirmation tool, not a convincing mechanism. And this will allow you to be assured in yourself and not feel like you have to prove something in your resume. And it'll allow those reviewing your resume to be assured in you because they will believe in the value you bring because you believe in the value you bring because you aren't trying to sell them because you're already sold on you. So your resume isn't this sales tactic where you're trying to be sleazy and trying to dictate in just the perfect way so that they believe that you can do it when you're not really sure. No. It makes it less of this feeling of manipulation. And I think this, this happens often, too, where we think we're supposed to convince the hiring manager to hire us in our resume. And so then we almost feel like we have to manipulate our experience in a way that doesn't feel genuine and doesn't feel true. And so when we drop that perspective of having to convince in our resume and instead take on the perspective that all we're doing is confirming, confirming, yes, we've got this. Yes, we can do this role. Yes, we have the experience. Yes, we have the skills. Yes, we have the drive. Yes, we know. Then it's not manipulative. It's just confirmation. And it's because you're living and breathing and embodying your truth because you're letting yourself see yourself in that role. You're confirming to yourself, not convincing, but confirming. Hey, here's the evidence. It becomes this opportunity for you to put all the evidence out there of why you're the one for the role. Not to convince them, but to assure them. It's okay. I'm the one. The next step, don't use your resume as a place to judge yourself as a place to show you all the holes, as a place to feel like you have to compensate for gaps in maybe your tenure or your experience or skills. No, it's not a place to judge. Leave the judgment outside of the room when you're writing your resume. It doesn't belong and it will not help and it does not serve and it is not required. Instead, use your resume to assume Assume the best in you. Assume you're the one. Assume that you've got this. Assume the experience and skills exist. You just need to figure out where. Where in your past experience is it? Where in the previous roles you've done? And if you're new, if you've just graduated potentially, you still have experience. You have life experience. So where is it? So instead of using the resume as a place to judge yourself for any perceived limits or lacks. Use the resume to show yourself your own potential, your own abilities, and to assume that you have the experience you need. Now where is it? You're just trying to find it. It's like if you lose your glasses, it's you're, you're not questioning whether your glasses even exist. You know they exist. You just gotta find them. The same is here. This is the this is what I mean with this approach is don't question your ability to do the role when you're writing your resume. Assume the ability is there and you're just finding out where and how and in what way you can show it. The fifth shift for how to see your resume. Let's stop seeing it as a necessary evil, as something that you shouldn't have to do, but are being asked to do, but it's, it's a chore. It's, it's something that is required, but it's this big burden that you have to fulfill. And instead, see it as a gift to explore yourself. When you write a resume, here's what can happen. As you're writing it, you'll either get more excited about the role you're applying to, or you'll get less excited. And I want you to notice that When you're writing your resume. So instead of seeing this resume as this burdensome chore you have to write, use it as a chance for you to confirm with yourself that you want the role and to explore with yourself how excited you are about the role. And if, as you're writing your resume and you're holding space for yourself and you're not judging yourself as you do it, if you notice your excitement and your passion for the role lessens, it's a clue. Okay, why is it lessening? What am I thinking? What am I feeling? What's causing me to not be as excited? And maybe through the writing of the resume, you're realizing that it isn't quite the fit you're looking for. Now you know, but you wouldn't have known that if you hadn't taken the time to write the resume. So thank you resume for being such a gift to show me that this isn't the role for me. Or maybe as you write the resume, you get more passionate you get more excited and maybe a little more nervous too because you think, oh, I really want this now. I can see. And I can see how close it could be for me because I can see how my skills fit. Okay. So thank you, Resume. Thank you for showing us the passion is true and it only grows as I consider this job. What a gift, not a necessary evil that you have to write but something that you truly can be grateful to get to do because it shows you what you want even more by the act of writing it. Another shift is to stop seeing the interview writing process as a time suck, as a time waste. And instead, to see it as an opportunity to prepare for your interviews. Because with every bullet point that you write in your resume, You are honing your ability to communicate your experience with every word you choose on that resume. You're helping yourself to see how you want to describe your experience, how you want to tell the story of who you are for an interview. The act of writing the resume is interview prep in itself. So let yourself see it in that way. Even consider reading your resume out loud. One, it'll help you catch any grammar or spelling errors. But two, it'll help you hear how it feels to say those words out loud. And if as you say them, you don't feel confident, that's a clue of a place where you have a belief gap and it's time to do some self-coaching or get coached on it to help yourself build the confidence so that when you do convey similar points in an interview. The tone of your voice demonstrates your competence, your confidence, and your belief in your ability to do the job. This isn't saying that you need to memorize your resume for a job interview. That is not the goal. What it is saying, though, is as you craft each bullet point, you're also crafting your ability to communicate your skills overall, and it's going to come through in the resume and then in the interviews because of it the seventh and final shift that I want to share. Let's stop approaching the resume writing process as this beauty contest where it feels like we have to put on a show, like we have to perform, that we have to entertain almost our hiring managers so that they'll give us time a day. And this to me can be one of the most frustrating mindsets to have when it comes to resume writing. Where I'll work with clients and they feel like writing the resume is like this portrayal where they have to pretend to be a certain way in order to be taken seriously. And they feel like they have to lie about who they are or show it in a way that doesn't feel good or put on this show where they're trying to impress as opposed to just getting to be themselves. And so no wonder we don't like writing resumes if it feels like this misaligned task we have to do. But you don't have to see resume writing in that way. Instead, we can see resume writing as a genuine opportunity to represent who we are. Let's not lie in our resumes. It doesn't do you or anyone any favors. Let's instead use it to genuinely tap into our truth and our confidence and to know how to communicate it in a way that aligns with not just ourselves, but our hiring managers. It is not a beauty contest. It is not you trying to show up a certain way just so that they like us. And and this is another thing I see. You don't want to make your resume just a keyword search. and I get that there are systems that look at your resume that are machines and that are often the first set of eyes though it's it's not even eyes but set of eyes to interact with your resume it's a system that looks at your resume and sees if the keywords that are needed are in your resume and if they're not you don't get through and if they are you get through and maybe then an actual person will review it and so that is true. That does happen. But what happens then is when people see it that way, they start to get really bogged down and they make their resume into this like word search dump where they just put all the keywords they think they're supposed to put in their resume without any heart, without any soul, without any aspect of who they are coming through in their resume. And so the resume becomes this detached disingenuine misrepresentation of who you are because it's just a bunch of words strung together. The resume doesn't have to be that. You can use your resume as your opportunity to represent yourself. Yes, still put some key words in there. Yes, still be strategic in the way you communicate it and that's something I can help you do. But never do this at the compromise of your truth and who you are. Never feel like you have to be somebody you're not in order to get a job, because if you have to be someone you're not to get that job, that job is not for you. You will not love it. They will not love having you there. You will not have a good time, and you probably will get burnt out because of it, because you're so misaligned in the representation of the role. So be yourself in your resume and then weave in the strategy to allow yourself to shine. And if the strategy is where you're wanting support, if that's what you want, use these mindset tips to get you going and then schedule a one-on-one session with me so that we can deep dive, roadmap a plan for your career forward, and talk about how I can help support you in writing your resume in a coaching capacity by working together one-on-one. So if that's something you want, join me. Go to beliefseed.com schedule to get your free call on the books, and we can make sure it's a great fit for both of us so that you are getting the support you want. And in the meantime, remember, writing your resume is not a chore. It's a chance for you to showcase who you are. Thanks for listening to today's episode. And if you loved what you heard, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. I help my clients to show up and do their work their way with soul. Whether it's so you can excel in your current role or so you can figure out what you want for your next role and get that role, coaching can help you get there. It begins with a consult. Sign up for yours by going to BeliefSeed.com slash schedule. This is your free call, and it is that first step towards that new life, that transformation into you doing your work in your way with soul.